Hello everyone, my name is Major, and welcome to episode 7 of The Heat Code. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Miami Heat's game against the 76ers that took place on Saturday night. The game ended up being 99-82 to in favor of your Miami Heat. Yes, you heard me correctly. 82 points. The 76ers against the Miami Heat only scored 82 points. Now I know James Harden wasn't playing, but you can't tell me that this isn't a great defensive feat. Most people think Joel Embiid is going to be the MVP, or at least right now is the MVP frontrunner, and he shot 4 of 15 from the field. Now he did end up having 22 points, but he shot 14 free throws to get 14 of those points. And honestly, he did earn some of them, but this man loves to be on the ground and loves to get touch foul calls. He even shoots a layup, and he'll find a way to end up on the ground. I've never seen a man so big, especially so dominant, and so good at drawing fouls, fish for them so much. It makes no sense to me, and it really makes him hateable, like hate watching him, even though he's so good. I just don't get it. He doesn't need to do it. So maybe that's why it upsets me more than anything. Similar to James Harden. So whenever James Harden starts playing, this is going to be even harder to watch. James Harden, amazing player. Absolutely incredible. A huge difference maker. And obviously this game would have been closer with James Harden. But I can't watch him. I'll be absolutely upset if we have to watch a 76ers Miami Heat series. This game was extremely boring, and I have a feeling if James Harden was playing, it would be 10 times worse. All right, now that's enough on the 76ers. Now let's talk about me. I said on episode 6 that this game was going to be a preview of what's to come, that it won't be close, and the Heat are just flat out the better team. And I was 100% correct. This game wasn't close. This proved the Heat were the better team. And this is only a telling of what's to come. Because as the Miami Heat, we are not going to back down from anyone. We haven't had Kyle Lowry. It doesn't matter. We're going to find a way to win. Jimmy Butler has a rough offensive game shooting. doesn't matter. We're going to find a way to win. Bam Adebayo has his worst offensive game in weeks. doesn't matter. We're once again going to find a way to win. And that is because we have, top to bottom, the best team in the East, and I would even say in the NBA. And this is going to make a massive difference in the playoffs. Now, if guys get tired, guys get banged up, the Heat can replace them with productive players. The 76ers, for example, cannot. It was evident James Harden wasn't playing. They had to play someone else. They got no production from him. Now, the one player that makes me not worried about the 76ers if we ever have to play them in the playoffs is not Jimmy Butler, it's not Kyle Lowry, and it's not Bam Adebayo either. It is Tyler Hero. This is for the simple fact they do not have anyone they can put on Tyler Hero. He can just expose no matter who they put on him. Now, they do have one really good perimeter defender, and that is Theibel, but I saw a stat saying that he was guarding Duncan Robinson more than anyone. So we can take him out of the equation because I would assume they would do something similar in the playoffs. And honestly, even if they do put him on hero, 
it's just going to open up other people to score. So it's only going to get better if Kyle Lowry is playing. It makes another person that the 76ers have to defend. And even though Kyle Lowry isn't the scorer that Tyler Hero is, if they do put Thibel onto Hero, Lowry will expose his matchup. He's very smart at when he attacks, and he's very calculated at what he does depending on who's guarding him. Now, you can see this because at the end of games, Lowry will always go on a run by himself in the fourth quarter and hit some big clutch shots for the Heat. And when it seems like he's not done anything scoring-wise throughout the whole game. That is because he's waiting for the perfect time to attack and make his mark. He knows it's not his role to score 20 to 25 points a game for the Heat. Kyle Lowry knows it's his role to set up the other players. But don't be mistaken. If he needs to put in points, he can still put up some points. Whenever the Heat need a big bucket, he can give them that big bucket. And he can also set up other players in the clutch too. So if Thibel is guarding Hero, still expect Hero to put up some points and score on Thibel. Because if Lowry drives past his man, Thibel might have to help off Hero. He can kick out to Hero for a three. Or Hero can pump fake or make his own dribble move and get some shots. So Tyler Hero is going to be the reason we would dominate the 76ers in the playoffs. And I am very confident in that fact. And now we're going to move to what I'm going to start calling the Martin Minute. Now this is obviously going to be about Caleb Martin, and we're just going to limit ourselves to a minute a game whenever we want to talk about him, because I could talk the 10 minutes about him solely most games. He never fails to make an impact. It's absolutely wild that this man was barely on a roster before this year. Heck, he even said, I would have not picked me up based off my numbers in Charlotte. And I am so happy he's on the heat. His biggest moment of the game against the 76ers is when he got a steal and threw it in for a real easy dunk in transition. And that is the perfect Caleb Martin play. Not only did it start on defense, but two, it settled the heat down and it was over from then on. And that seems to happen every single game with Martin he makes a game-defining play. Now, the next player I want to talk about is someone I need to talk about more and give more emphasis on his impact in the game, and that is Gabe Vincent. This man's been absolutely vital to the Miami Heat this year and a big reason why we're in the number one seed with a cushion. Lowry's missed some time for personal reasons or injuries. or Whenever Lowry has missed a game, Gabe has jumped into the starting lineup and has played flawlessly. He's an absolute sniper that has turned himself into a really good defender as well. He's very pesky, and he can rack up steals and just make it really annoying for the opposing team on offense. I love his effort he gives. He's always out there trying his hardest and always playing like it might be his last time to play. And that is why I'm here to tell you, you will see Gabe Vincent on your TV screens during the playoffs. There's a lot of talk that Victor Oladipo might take his minutes, and I could see Oladipo taking a couple of his minutes, like I could see Oladipo taking minutes from anyone because there's just a limited amount of minutes, but in no way is Gabe Vincent getting knocked out of the playoff rotation. 
I keep seeing Gabe Vincent's name brought up if Oladipo is going to knock him out. And I'm telling you, that needs to stop. You'll see this man on your TV in the playoffs. He's earned it. Spo trust him. Just come to that realization that he will be there. He's going to make a vital impact. So prepare to see him in the playoffs. And now we want to highlight the next game on the Miami Heat schedule. And that is going to be Monday night against the Houston Rockets. There's no other way to say this, but the Houston Rockets suck. They just flat out suck. They are tied in the league with the worst record, and they are tied with the Orlando Magic. So they are just flat out bad. There's no way this should ever be close. Even if a lot of our stars don't play and rest, this should just not be a competitive ball game. So this should be a get-right game, get-healthy game. Just don't risk any injuries and just go out there and get the W. With that being said, though, do not be shocked if this game starts off ugly for the Heat. They have not only found it fun to spot the team a couple points no matter who they're playing, they have especially done this all year with bad teams. I can plainly remember multiple times where I thought a game was just going to be easy and a wire-to-wire to victory, but the first quarter went terribly, but then the Heat turned it up in the second and third quarters and usually pull away by then. So don't be surprised if this game starts out rough, but then the Heat pull away in the second half. It honestly happens way too much, but it's just one thing that don't be shocked if it happens. The next game is the Suns, so that is another reason why I think this game might start off slow. It's kind of a trap game because we play the Suns on ESPN, so we will have the whole world watching. We want to show out for that. We're honestly just not worried about the Houston Rockets. And with all that being said, I just want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. This is really outside of my comfort zone, so I'm really trying to improve and get some advice um, and make this a better show for y'all. So share it with your friends. Let me know what you think. Find me on Twitter at Major underscore Passens or at The Heat Code. And once again, thank you for listening. And I'll see you all next time. Let's go Heat.